I want to thank ReviewBiz for sponsoring today's episode. By the way, did you know that reviews are today's digital word of mouth? It's also one of the most valuable business and marketing assets you have. If you're not maximizing your review strategy, then ReviewBiz platform can help you. Let ReviewBiz inspire your members to give you your first five reviews for only $1. To get started, just go to reviewbiz.io forward slash try. There are so many gym owners out there that are not even, they're stuck, mm-hmm. right? And there's not enough money to be able to scale up or out of roles. There's not enough money to be able to hire and pay for marketing or to pay staff enough so they don't leave. And so they're kind of in the business. Maybe they're getting out of the business, but then they lose that guy and then they're in the business. The bottom line is, is most gym owners, they don't have a high enough price. Mathematically, they're not playing a winnable game. In their heads, they're just like, okay, I need to get more clients, more clients, more clients. Mm. So that's all the things, they're just thinking about that. But here's the thing, yeah. that success completely works against you. Hey, y'all. Welcome once again to the Gym Owners Grow Zone podcast, the show designed to help gym owners improve and grow their gym business. I'm your host, Andres Escobar, and I'm so grateful to have you join us today. This is going to be the first of two-part series We're going to go deep into the trenches of owning a club and the personal development that comes with it. Our guest is one and only Scott Carpenter, a successful businessman and founder of PT Legends. We'll discuss the challenges he faced in building his business and how he stayed motivated and the importance of personal growth. Additionally, Scott shares his insights on the power of mentorship, the benefits of reading, and the role of self-awareness in becoming a better entrepreneur. So if you're interested in learning what it takes to build and grow a gym business and develop yourself in the process, then stay tuned for an insightful conversation with my buddy, Scott. If this is your first time listening to our show, please consider subscribing to the podcast and share this episode with someone that you think will enjoy it. As we dive into this episode, listen how Scott started his company. Hey y'all, welcome back to the Gym Owners Grow Zone podcast. And I'm so happy to have Scott Carpenter on our show. Scott, welcome. I can't wait to hear what you have, the nuggets of knowledge that you have for us, being a gym owner and, and having a new program, Freedom Program, I love it. You got the shirt on, man, welcome. Representing gym owner freedom. It's what we all want, man. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Of course, dude. Of course. Listen, I, I know a little bit about you. You've written a book and I want to make sure our audience knows a little bit more than meets the eyes. So if you can share with us the origin story and how you got to where you're at right now, that'd be great. Yeah. I'll give you the abbreviative. It's been a long journey. So yeah. yeah. But I quit my corporate career. I got into Worked for a big box gym. I got into fitness, which was crazy because I had a white collar job with a company car, but I was unhappy. Very quickly, I realized I can't sell things I don't believe in. And yeah, so I quit my corporate job. I hated it. Decided to pursue something I was passionate about. I gotten really into health and fitness over the last two, three, four years, and it changed my life. And so I wanted to do that for other people. So I worked at a big box gym, and then it got very corporate. It became very much about selling ancillaries, which are fine 
if I believed in them, but they just, it wasn't about client results. And I had a big problem with that. And so while I got myself back to the point where I was making good money again, I was probably making like 90 something thousand because I was hustling my butt off. I got promoted a couple of times. At the end of the day, I had to get out. So I bought a failing business that I inherited maybe 800 bucks a month of clients that there's no client list. There's no software. It's literally like a Rolodex with punch cards, literal punch cards that use like one of those, you know, punchers with like star shaped or moon shaped to keep track of their passes for like 10 bucks a month. Tell the audience, how long ago was that? Because it seems super long ago, but I bet you it wasn't. Yeah, that was 10 years ago, 10 and a half years ago. Man. So like the 2013 area. So that's doesn't seem like, listen, the internet is rapid. I mean, there's so many softwares at that time. I remember my first software job around that same time. And why? I mean, why would you like, it's even to this day, I still find some people with the antiquated system. So I'm sorry to interrupt, but it just like, it shocks me, but it sometimes doesn't, but go on. Yeah. And that's the thing, like the, all the materials for to succeed too, all the business coaching materials and industry specific stuff, it wasn't around then. So, you know, at the end of the day, like I wanted to make an impact. I wanted to have an impact in people's lives. So I realized I got to go out and do my own thing to do it. And again, I like to be in control of my own destiny too. I will put more pressure on me than a boss. So I don't need anything. And at the end of the day, I wanted freedom from the corporate BS. I didn't want to deal with it. I'm not that kind of, I'm not a Kool-Aid drinker. I kind of think for myself and I'll tell you what I feel. And that's not always welcome. But at the end of the day, I got into business for myself and I went through a series of freaking train wrecks, man. I, you know, it was a group model gym that I bought. I brought my personal training, my one-on-one experience into it was able to grow the revenue pretty quickly from it, despite not having any systems or just winging it, basically. And then I was dumb enough to call on equipment on Craigslist because you can buy it for pennies on the dollar, which I had no money for. I had no place to put it, but I'm like, I should get a second one, right? So I ended up talking to this guy. He's like, well, I, that equipment I was selling it for a friend. And it, so it's spoken for, but are you looking to get a, a studio? I'm like, I have one. I'm looking to grow. I'm like eight months into it. I'm right. flat out broke. So anyways, we get together, we do some seller financing. I get like a piff from a client. I get a microloan somehow, nice. get a second location. Right. Wow. And from there, within like a year, year and a half, I get a third and a fourth location. Wow. And so now I'm like four locations deep, no systems, flying by the seat of my pants and too stubborn to fail. So I kind of worked it a little bit and changed things in the model. But then I hit a really big speed bump too, because my employee number one turned out to be a horrible person. And I don't want to understate that. I mean, it sounds bad me saying that, but at the end of the day, he's like the sociopathic level liar that you don't, I didn't see it for years, you know, but what the short of it is he slept with a female trainer Mm -hmm. at my first location. Cause I went from location to location to like build and start the next one. Right. Right. He slept with a female trainer and that caused a mutiny. You know, her friend was like the head coach. He left to start his own place up a mile down the street took all the clients, two other people quit. Like I didn't find out about this until it hit the fan. Wow. And then at the end of the day, I thought that this was fundamentally a good person who made a bad decision because his fiance backed out a week before the wedding. His dad died a couple months later. Mm. And that was a very big mistake. And so I like, I made him get counseling and I made him tell his family. And I made like, I tried to help this guy. And instead of letting him go, I was working at the Desert Ridge location. He was working at the original location on 7th Street. And I swapped with him. And I had to go revive this location that just got burned to the ground mm-hmm. like that. 
And then he did the same thing over there. Mm. He slept with a female trainer. And the GM over there found out about it. He thought I was covering the whole thing up. He left in a rage. Wow. The two denied it. The female denied it. Went on for a few more months until that obviously met its end. And she was gone. Meanwhile, he fired another guy. Decimated the place. Decimated it. And there I am, you know, just trying to hang on. I'm one person working Sunday to Saturday, going in at 4.30 in the morning, not finishing till 8 p.m. a lot of nights, working Saturdays and Sundays with a one-year-old son, trying to keep it together with two locations that are bleeding out. Yeah. Welcome again to the drama, gym owner drama (laughs) island over here. This is, wow. I can't believe it that this is, I mean, it's true. It it has happened in many gyms. The Mm -hmm. trainers and the interpersonal relationships and the lying and this, it just, it's, you see it so many times. It's, yeah. and you got this early, a little taste of this early on. Wow. Yeah, that hit me really hard. And then, you know, so I had to like fire him and I'm like, I'm, I'm one person trying to be in two locations at once. Yeah. And to make matters worse is he tried to position things to sue me. Yeah. Because wow. uh, he saw the writing on the wall. Ooh. And so I'm trying to get him out in a way that doesn't cause everything to just like me to go bankrupt here. And then he writes this email that was obviously crafted by an attorney, mm. but was sent from him. And basically, he's asserting that he owns half of everything, all of the gyms, wild. And man, yeah, it was, it was pretty bad. And then so I got that and I called my attorney. I'm like, is there any reason I cannot let him go right now? Right. right. And she says, no. Cut so I go right over there and boom, gone. Yes. And he's like, well, what are you going to pay me? What are you going to give me? What? Yeah. So then I had to wait for months to get the notice from his attorney. Yeah. He tried to sue me yeah. and he stole $24,000. There's a lot to it. I don't want to bore everybody with, with, uh, no, but if people resonate with this story, I'm sure because they've gone through something similar, if not maybe the same exact thing, you know, mm-hmm. I've seen it through the, the industry. And so it definitely yeah. is not a unique story. And so I really appreciate you sharing that, like right off the cuff, like, I got to commend you, Scott. Thank you so much, man. Sometimes it takes a while to like pull these stories from people, but you did a great, phenomenal job and I commend you. That's awesome. Well, everybody knows the shame of it too, then, because like you find out all the other stuff they did after they left and then people are finally telling you and it's like they sent a, you know, there goes a dick pic to that person and blah, Mm -hmm. blah, blah. And then you feel embarrassed because some people think you've covered up. You're embarrassed just to have known the person, let alone have worked alongside of them. A lot of the stories that they've told other people, because they're these people are masters at being different people to different people, right? They're, yeah. They give a different version of themselves. So he's got his versions that he's spreading everywhere, you know? So it's just like, I look like a horrible person. You know what it's like. Yeah. And it was a horrible ordeal. But at the end of it, I'm like, you know what? I'm never going to allow myself to be in that vulnerable of a situation again. And I'm not jaded by it. You know, I'm not, you know, I understand the way he thought and why he's doing these things. And I'm not making excuses for him. It was horrible. But at the end of the day, you gym owners do one of two things. It's either they get really defensive, mm-hmm. you know, because they've been hit so hard. Or you look at like, hey, what role did I play in that? And how can I not do that again? Right. There were some red flags or like maybe some, I should have looked into certain things before. And that was my role in it. You know what I mean? I didn't do that because I was so busy over here doing this. I should have addressed that or I should have dug into that further. So I just look at what I owned and then basically like that's spilled milk. So how can I build a business that is way more resilient than that? Yeah. Right. And I set out to do it and it, it changed things in a big way. 
the next biggest evolution came with COVID, you know, and that forced everything what it is today and grew it. And that's the reason I, you know, get to work with gym owners across the world to share what I learned during that COVID period that, that helps them accelerate their business. Dude, I love it. Those circumstances are not there to break you, but to, to test you and refine you. So you, you came out through, man. And I really appreciate that. That's, now you're here, man. Now we're, we're going to share your story and I can't wait to really unpack it. I really can't. And hopefully we do, I do a good job in doing that. And if there's anything I miss, please, please, you want to like, like grab us and say, make sure you pay attention to this. Please do. Please do, dude. You got um, it. We'll do. So thank you for that intro. I think we get a good idea who you are and, and why we should listen for sure. So in life, just like ownership of a gym, there's roller, it's a roller coaster. You know, ups and downs, left and right. And for me, I know that I've had my tracks and my, my guardrails, things that I make sure that I do and, and implement. What is one or two things that, that you do yourself to make sure you're on track? Because I know I'm looking at behind you, you got this board behind you and you kind of like, how many weeks of my life have yep. gone by? And dude, how about that for a wake up call? Hello. Hello. And really, yeah, it's, you think you have that many left, but you don't really know. So- Anyway, exactly. I want you to tell exactly. us what you use. I, I'm excited to hear. So that thing freaks people out back there. I love it. You know, because for those of you listening to this, yeah. it's a poster. It's a big poster of weeks of my life, right? And it's got 52 boxes horizontally and, you know, year one, two, three, four, all the way down. And I fill in a black box at the end of every week. And so basically I can look behind it. I'm 40, right? So you can look behind it. And it's like, whoa, that's a big chunk of my life that's gone. Yeah. 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 And so some people are like, I like it, but I'm not doing it. It scares the crap out of me. But it's really cool because like at the end of the week, I take a look at the recap and it's like, okay, am I happy with this week? Did I spend this week well? Mm. Right. Because yeah, I could get all hundred of those, but I could be dead in two months. We don't know. Mm. You know, it's not guaranteed. But at the end of the day, like time is our most precious resource. And I want to contribute as much value on this earth as I can. That's really my goal. And I can do that by helping other entrepreneurs, the end user clients through our systems and how it ultimately helps them to be the best father I can be, to be the best husband I can be, to be the best friend. So it's like I look, at, look back at the week. Did I spend it well? Mm-hmm. Did I invest my time and energy and effort in the best possible way? And some of that is to recharge yourself, right? Replenish yourself, right? But I make sure to be... I'm not overly critical, but I'm definitely aware that I want to spend my life to have the biggest impact. Goal is a beautiful word to hear when you're scoring on the soccer field. This last World Cup was won by Argentina because of one important player. Yeah, you got it. It was the goalie. He secured the win for the team. And in the same way, ReviewBiz platform will catch negative reviews before they go online. In addition, it helps you score and promote fresh new reviews so you can crush the competition. So don't let those big box gyms take your clients. ReviewBiz will help you build your online presence and turn your own members into your best sales reps. Get your first five reviews for only $1. All you got to do is Go to reviewbiz.io forward slash try to get started. A life that's without purpose is without meaning. And it's, mm-hmm. I, I think of Joan of Arc, right? And so if, you know, she had this thrive to 
sacrifice her life, like give up her life for whatever, you know, reason that she had and what an impact she made. I don't know why that person came into my mind, but Joan of Arc is somebody when I think about self-sacrificing and, and, you know, another one for me is like Jesus, right? So that's big impact there. And so that's, those are uh, huge. I don't know. So that's the guardrails. You would say those would be one, some of your guardrails, the, the week of my life. Yeah. 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 That and what I do, and this is kind of like what we do for end user customers in the gym. It's really, Hey, somebody's here. They're at point A. They want to get to point B. They want to become this person. All right. And weight loss could be a part of that. It could just be having more energy and being a better parent. It could be whatever. But the point is, is you, you're here. You want to become this person. Okay. What do you need to do every day and week? What are the small actions that you need to do to become that person? So if you wanted to lose 30 pounds, what do you need to do on a daily and weekly basis to get there? And we build out custom habit trackers for these people. And then it's just a matter of, did I do that thing this day and this week that I needed to? Some might be five days a week. Some could be every day, but that's it. It comes down to what do I need to do to get from where I am now to where I need to be in the future? And then all you've got to do is just check the boxes if you did it. It is literally that simple, Yeah. right? And so I'm always, that's part of the week review. I look back and I look, look back at what I did and did I do it or did I not? Right. And I celebrate my wins, right? I look at where I struggled and based on where I struggled, you know, what can I do next week to improve upon that, right? Maybe I'm hitting a sticking point here. Maybe I can just change my environment. Like for people, like weight loss is an easy thing, right? Well, maybe they're not getting out to have that morning, take their dog out for a morning walk, right? So, well, what's an easy way? Well, maybe I could just put those shoes right beside my bed and the leash or something that would, so try that, see how it goes next week. Because nobody's perfect. No. Nobody executes perfectly, no. right? And the habits that you need to do to become the person that you need to be are going to change over time. So periodically I look and like, okay, well, that's, I don't even have to think about that. That's just part of my DNA now. Yeah. What do I need to do instead? And that's the system that became the catalyst to everything I did with the end user clients. Yeah. And I've been doing this personally for two and a half years or so. And I've been doing it for about two and a half years. I am a superhuman version of myself from two and a half years right. ago. I could run circles around me. And it's not because I just woke up one day and just got motivation, you know, otherworldly motivation. It's because I followed this process, sure. right? And I, I have a daily track with the habits that I need to do. I look at everything at the end of the week and I make adjustments to move forward. And I've done that for two and a half years. I'm glad I asked you to go deeper on that question because I just remembered I went through your tracking system with one of your coach clients. That's, oh, shoot. I completely forgot about that. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You were a client of Matt Chenard. That's correct. Yeah. Exactly. And he's taking, so he was one of my clients. He owns a gym in Canada. Yeah. And he's also built an online coaching program, mainly for men. Right. And he's taken our structure and put his spin on it with the coaching that he needs to do and show. And that's it. It's a skeleton to be able to teach people different things and implement on a daily basis. Oh, so good. I did, it was like three yeah. months program and I found him online. It was just scrolling through social media. I found him I was like, yes, I connect. Yes, yes, yes. And I loved it. It was great. It was so good. Yeah. I got me unstuck. I did a testimonial video. It was great, dude. I, I loved it. So listen guys, if you guys don't know, need to check out Scott. We'll put all his links on the show notes. And so you can definitely connect with him and he'll show you what, what he can do, help you guys out for sure. Man, this is good. Good stuff. I love it how it's so connected. And, and I completely forgot that from our first conversation <laughs> a few months ago. 
No, yeah. No, it's so good. Yeah. Just you talking about it. I'm like, okay, what are the, the things that you, and I think I got that question based because of like, I was going through the program. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. We teach people how to do that. Yeah. Right. And you can, you can take the exact system I built out because that's mainly for like in-person gym workout or right. online, but then you can twist it if you're working with men to do these different, it's applicable for everything. Like the way I use it is not for really weight loss. I'm kind of just, for the most part, I'm usually maintenance. Mine is to become, to level up in business, to level up as a family man, right? To do all these different things. So mine is less on body composition and a lot more, right? About those other things in life. The other aspects. Yeah, definitely. The next question I have is really more about obstacles, right? And so we do have all, all of us have obstacles. I love the book, The Obstacles Away by Ryan Holiday. So what challenges did you have in your business early on? And how were you able to overcome those challenges? Yeah, that so and that book, The Obstacles Away by Ryan Holiday, yeah. is that was a big factor in me getting through the worst periods of my life. Wow. I read that book multiple times. I would be at the gym working out mm -hmm. and listening to the audible version over and over and over. Cause I kind of brushed through some of like how bad it was, but everybody listening who's been there knows like it's that overwhelming rush of anxiety and sometimes crippling fear that it's out of control. You're going to have to work 16 hours a day, you know, and who knows if you'll even make it, right? You probably have personal guarantees tied on the lease. Mm. Maybe in other things, maybe you got credit card debt, maybe taking a home equity line of credit, whatever it is, we take on a lot of risk. There's not a lot of safety nets other than ourselves. And it, sometimes it can appear hopeless. Sometimes you probably regret that you started your gym and you're like, man, if I just wish I would have stayed at that nice, stable job and had that security. I've been there multiple, multiple, multiple times. Dude, it's okay. And I think we, the audience needs to say here, it's okay if you feel that way, right? I mean, listen, Absolutely. If, if you think, man, I need to just quit, stop, let's just, I need to figure, it happens to every single entrepreneur, every single one. You, you're here and you want to make impact and this is not easy. It's not easy. So I love it. Thank you for opening up on like, that's huge, huge. Yeah. And I mean- even when things are going well, you can have a few setbacks. It can leave you doubting. Like, I don't know if I have what it takes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, we can all do that with like sales sometimes. Right. We'll go like, yeah. oh, for whatever. And it's, you can be great at sales and consistent. And then you go, oh, for three or four or whatever on big ones. And it's just, you, you feel like a total failure, yeah. you know, and you want to get out of that role. You know, you just want to run away and it's totally normal. And it's just a roller coaster ride. And right. that's why couple things helped me a lot was The Obstacle is the Way. Mm -hmm. That book helped me so, so much. Wow. In addition to that, sometimes I was listening to a podcast, the rare podcast I would tune into that somebody would share, somebody who's really successful, but they would share a journey on their lowest points. Mm. You know what I mean? Because when you're just around listening to the podcast where everybody's super successful in this and that, right? Yeah. And gets like you this. maybe motivated, but it's just like, yeah. man, I'm such a loser. And at the end of the day, though, when they would open up and share something like that, that helped me get through it too. Yeah. That really helped me get through it as well. And so plugging in to hear that stuff was really important when I was going through my lowest points, which lasted quite a while. For me to dig out of like two locations that were bleeding out, you know, with no staff there, basically, I mean, it was tough. It was really, 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 really tough. Yeah. And I'm looking at you and, and you have, you know, two comma club award behind you. 
you know, you got the book written. I mean, you got these accolades, like I, so good. And it's, there is the light at the end of the tunnel, but there is work that has to be done and, and there's determination, endurance, mm-hmm. endurance that you have to push through. And, you know, and as a gym owner, like you are, you're like, all right, workout, boom. But a workout, you, you get through and you're done. Move on, next thing. But life is a workout. <laughs> and it's the challenges it's going, and stuff, man. So you got the, the Obstacle Away helped you get through it, which is a book that helped you kind of like look at the challenge and push through it. Anything else? I'm not sure if you mentioned it, one, one other thing or something. I think what really helped me break through to the next level yeah. was a couple things. It wasn't just me. Right. So it's lonely. Being an entrepreneur and being on your own island is very lonely mm. and always feeling like we have to have all the answers yeah. or blah, blah, blah. Like, it sucks. It really sucks. Things really changed for me when I started working with my team on a much more intimate level. And I also, because I have multiple locations, I also end up having minority partners. Mm. You know, my GM's Ron was super strong and had been there through the worst and had helped me bounce back at the 7th Street location, right? Dave is crushing it over here. And I brought them into my world. They bought in as minority owners. And we started working together on a different level. Mm. And that's not for everybody, right? But that was amazing. And then the other thing I did was get involved in other networks. For the first time in a long time, I'd spent money on education and getting in different masterminds or groups or different coaching programs. That was traditionally very hard for me to do. Because A, I was raised by two farmers, okay? And it was always like, roll up your sleeves and do it yourself. Save the money. You know what I mean? And I was kind of brought to do it yourself. Yeah. And be frugal like that. And GSD, right? Just getting stuff done. Exactly. Hey, and those are valuable skills as an entrepreneur when you got to wear a lot of hats. In the beginning. In the beginning. Yes. In the beginning. And then that'll be the number one thing that slows you down or limits your potential. 100%. In a huge way, not a small way, a huge way. And there was a little bit of that. And then there's a little bit of fear of spending money. Cause like, I, I'm not somebody who likes to be sold either. Yeah. I'm much more better now, but I'm defensive about it. Right. Cause we've all seen, you know, the Facebook feeds and they're filled with like some greasy promises sometimes, not everybody, but they're out there. There's people out there who just want your money, who don't care after that. Right. Ugh. And, and I'd spent money on SEO or this and it didn't pan out. It's like, well, that's thousands of dollars and I don't really have that to spend. And I was gun shy for a long period of time. But once I started doing that again, mm-hmm. I got way more out of it. The network alone, just to be around other gym owners who have the same problems I do right. was just a breath of fresh air. And then learning different things and it goes from there. But fast forward within a span of three and a half years, probably between myself and Dave, who also works for PT Legends, my partner there, and also Will, the three of us have spent over $250,000 in the last three and a half years on different coaches, mentors, programs. Yeah. And we're getting that hockey stick-like growth. Yeah. It's insane. And it sounds crazy and nobody, you don't start out there. No. But I mean, to be uncommonly successful, you have to learn how to do that. Yeah. And you've got to just surround yourself with those people, like pay for proximity even. Right. You know, in some, I've just stayed in it just to be around others because it inspires you. You learn that one little thing which you put and that changes a number and all of a sudden their ROI is there just alone. You know, it's crazy. You can move so much further and faster by doing stuff like that. Yeah. Staying in proximity is so important. I mean, it is. you know, I mean, I connected with you through Scott Ramage, which was on on a show as well. And then we talked and then the season came and then we launched our podcast and he's like, oh yeah, that's right. What's up? Let's, let's, let's do the podcast. And so 
proximity. Like that's it. Like, and it doesn't have to be like next door. You know, it could be, hey, you're reaching out DMs or email, quick text mm-hmm. message, something. Make it seem, I mean, we're in the world where you don't need to travel in a ship to go be next to somebody, right? <laughs> you can really yeah. get on a Zoom call and just have a quick chat and then done, move on. Yeah. And that's probably one of the best things about, I mean, it's the best thing about the internet, I think. Right. And when I was starting this business a little over 10 years ago, that wasn't there. You know what I mean? And I'm not somebody who's, I was slow to the game also. This is another reason because I'm not a big user of social media. Mm-hmm. If it weren't for a business, you know, me being a business owner, probably wouldn't even have it. So I always kind of look down on it a little bit, right? And it's just, why are people spending time doing, you know? But at the end of the day, use correctly. Yeah. What an unbelievable tool. Holy cow. Yeah. Like you start meeting people all over and you can just hop on a call, whether you work with them or like just start meeting these people. Yeah. Cause it's, you hear that you're the, some of the five people you spend the most time with or whatever, you know, it's, but your network is your net worth, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. With the internet, it's so easy to have a phone call with a multimillionaire. Like it's ridiculously easy to do. It's so true. And this is where you're going to get pointed in the right direction. Yeah. I mean, what they teach you in school and get the job, you know, and get a 401k and fill that up and this and that and wait till you die. You know, that traditional life, that's just not for me. And that's not for the people listening to this show. We chose a different path for a reason. Right. We want to live life on our own terms. We want to have freedom with our time, with our money to have an impact in the community that we're in. Yeah. You know, and uh, it's really the network is so important. Man, that was a fun episode. I really enjoyed what Scott explained about living a life on one's own terms and having the freedom with time and money and then also making an impact in the community. That's super, super important. These have to be the reasons why he and his clients chose a different path. I know I did. What were some of your favorite takeaways from this episode? Feel free Again, to connect with me on Instagram at meetesco and share your thoughts with me. I would love to hear what you thought about Scott and also be sure to grab your no cost custom QR code flyer at reviewbiz.io forward slash QR code and stay tuned for next week's episode where Scott will share with the audience his free giveaway and you're not going to want to miss that one. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode today. If you haven't done so, please subscribe to the show on the platform you're currently listening on and rate us and reviews. Those are so important to us. Obviously, you know that. (laughs) Thank you. Podcasts, Spotify, you know, those work great. And Apple as well. It would mean the world to us. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel to get the same amazing content as well as the chance to never miss an episode. Well, as always, we want to thank you so much for your encouragement. I truly appreciate you listening to the podcast and helping us improve with your comments. Stay tuned for a clip from our next episode. Read more because that is what I've learned so much when it comes to everything, business, personal development, learning what my feelings are, how to process them, how to become a better person, everything. But I didn't really started reading until like my 30s. There's so much wealth out there of information that you can turn into something applicable. 
Our show today was brought to you by our incredible team, starting with production from TSE Studios, music consulting by Tyler Schmeling, our lovely guest coordinator, Anna Ponce, and focus juice from our project coordinator, Mauricio Murillo, and myself, Andres Escobar, as the host. Thanks to ReviewBiz for sponsoring this episode. And if you want to get the most out of your review strategy, then go to reviewbiz.io forward slash try so you can get your first five reviews from your real members for only $1.